The following is a You're Gonna Get a Disease special presentation. I sing So maybe make another 13 ships. Keep <laughs> making <laughs> ships. I wish I was on that ship. <laughs> I want to go on the fuck ship. <laughs> you got inches ahead in you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of You're Gonna Get a Disease, featuring yeah, oh. our good friend, Das Drunk, uh, co-host, and uh, friend extraordinaire, Jonah Schneider. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Howdy, folks. Uh, hey, so, yeah, this is a special episode. We can't, yeah, we yeah. can't number. Me and Luke have a formal agreement now that unless it's both of us in the room, we can't call it oh. an official episode of You're Gonna Get a Disease. That's too bad, because it's probably going to have more listens than most of your episodes. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. <laughs> We were just pointing out earlier, the reason Jonah says that is because we were looking at the Dodge drunk numbers, and apparently people really like fucking Neanderthals yeah. drinking and talking about bullshit. For two-hour-long episodes, we get a lot of people to listen through the whole two hours. I'm and it's assuming. funny, even Barback Bill, he comes up to me, he's like, hey, man, that, uh, that TCA episode, what's that about? That was, that was fun. <laughs> now we're getting more competitive. He's like, that was fun. And I, he's like, I want to play in that. And I was like, we really did make it sound... <laughs> A lot more so, exciting. A lot more exciting. <laughs> you know, cause when uh, I remember fucking watching basketball and thinking like I wanted to play that. Yeah. And then I saw an interview with Matt and Trey and for the guys that did South Park, and they're like, it's the most boring fucking game <laughs> just, ever. He's I mean, like, you got sure music course, behind right? it and jerseys, and all of a sudden, eh, it's uh, exciting. Yeah. Bunch of girls in leather and whips dancing, and everybody wants to play. So um, you were part of this huge-ass Avengers episode thing yeah i think it was uh exciting that was a mess <laughs> by the end me man you motherfuckers argued about whether spider-man should have been included for probably 15 straight minutes i wasn't in on that argument <laughs> actually you were kind of the, the voice of reason which was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this is adam and steve like spider-man fucking sucks i didn't get that like why are they so against spider-man being in the mcu all right Think of it this way, right? You bring some uh, pretty girl to a prom or some shit like that. And then, you know, she dumps you. She leaves you. And then okay. you find some great girl while you're there. And, like, things are going great. And that pretty girl is, like, now she wants to get back in, in the game. She's like, hey. You we know, know what Luke would say. What? Go for the Go threesome. Go for the threesome. And, therefore, bring <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go for so, the Marvel. or the, Yeah, the Marvel threesome. Well, everyone's seen movies lately. I, I just listened to the new Something Gate episode, and they were driving around talking about uh, the Mad Max uh, Fury Road. And They're Luke. driving around? Yeah, they did a mobile episode. <laughs> they were copying off of um, That Just Happened, because they did the same fucking thing. So Jared is now copying off of, of course more popular shows. Uh, <laughs> He's trying to get his numbers back up. <laughs> but they, were, they saw Mad Max Fury Road, and I was just thinking, I didn't see any movies lately except for, did you ever see Interstellar? And that's no. what I really wanted to fucking talk about. I think about. I have that. You should have told me to watch it. I have it on my uh, hard drive at home, I think. No, but... I, I don't think you need to watch it. I, oh, we'll just I, talk about I, it. Yeah, stuff I don't up. think you really need to see it. It's just because it's of... It's starring Tom Cruise, right? 
No. <laughs> you said you'd talk about it. I'm just going to make stuff up. <laughs> no, it's got Matthew McConaughey in it, and there's like okay. a lot of science behind it. And I'm a big science geek, but I mean, what do you know about the movie at all? Nothing. Not a thing. I know the name, and now I know that Matthew McConaughey was in it. I could oh, look it up right. on IMDb. Oh, we could check out the actors in it. Find some stuff like that about it. My phone just updated today, and it took like eight hours. Is that an iPhone or an Android? This is the Samsung S5 Active. Oh, I have the 6 with a curvy screen. Yeah. My first one broke already, and I had to give it back. So. This conversation just got boring. Why are we talking about phones? Because <laughs> uh, I haven't drank any beer yet. <laughs> I have. I had one. I, I was sitting there, and Aaron came walking in with a mimosa, and I was like, huh? If you're drinking, so am I. <laughs> Aaron was drinking mimosas already this morning? Oh, yeah. Like just right before I left, she had one. <laughs> by by one you mean three? No, it was still one. <laughs> by the time I get back, she might be. We might be out of uh, champagne. We'll see. What am I looking up? Interstellar. Interstellar. All right. Okay. So it's a movie that takes place in the near future. They don't really get into the specifics of when it happens. All right. Okay. But basically, the Earth is fucked. All like. Keep talking. Oh. They can't hear that, can they? Yes. What the fuck? It's. A, I'm watching the preview, so I can't have an idea of what we're talking about. This is how you I know. Just place in a trailer here, <laughs> <laughs> like Zombievers. Hey, Zombievers. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Yeah. We okay. So there's a spaceship or a drone of sorts, and a guy playing with a phallic device. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is going to be upset that somebody scratches his door. Watch the trim, man. All right. I can't picture him any other fucking role but that. <laughs> is he doing a Lincoln commercial? <laughs> <laughs> See Jim Carrey when he remade that on yeah. Saturday Night Live. He's just, just rolling a booger in his fingers. Like fucking four <laughs> clips they did of that. <sighs> that was funny. He's in space now. I don't know why he is in space now. Is he, is he an astronaut? He is former astronaut. Okay. Okay. He's best pilot they ever had. That's um, Albert, right? Or Alfred, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The guy that played Alfred, Michael Caine. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Earth is fucked. All right. Okay. Was it a. Uh, it's, thing, it's thing not, coming to get us. It's or? not Fury Road, Mad Max, dystopian future, it, but it's probably like a more like accurate. Oh fuck, you know, we fucked up the Earth future, and people are still trying to get along. You know. Okay, so the, we're, the Earth is fucked because of us. It's Earth uh, is fucked because of us. And pollution and all that shit. So it's got a little green message to it. So the gist of it. I need a sip. <laughs> I need a sip. Um. So. Matthew McConaughey's a farmer. Yeah. And his, his family's farmers and so, shit. But he used to be this great he, pilot he for NASA. He stopped being a NASA pilot to NASA farm stopped getting soybeans, funding. Which they can't farm anymore because the world's fucked. Exactly. He's, okay. he's farming corn. It's one of the few crops that can still grow. Okay. okay. Oh, corn is like Twinkies and it'll Fuck. survive everything. <laughs> well, they get into how corn's apparently going to be fucked very soon, too. So, right. anyway, Matthew McConaughey's a farmer. He used to be a NASA pilot. They defund NASA, they defund all the armies. So the only thing that's left is like local government and shit like that, and they're just trying to make food. Okay. All right. So Matthew McConaughey's daughter. They never saw Soylent Green. Never saw it. Okay. Actually, I never saw it myself. And I've only heard like Soylent Green's made it. I have no fucking. That's like clue. the end of it. That's like the reveal at the end of the movie. That's like the or Shyamalan moment the where it's movie. just like, oh fuck, we've been yeah. eating people. Yeah. So the first asshole that saw that movie just really <laughs> like you don't need to see it, it's people. <laughs> <laughs> it. They're aliens. Water kills them. Water kills them. Fuck, dude. Don't don't see it. I got. So yeah, I I want to know if this conversation is gonna propel you to want to see it more because I'm gonna spoil the fuck out of this Interstellar? movie. Yeah, I, I said I have it at home. I'm, I think right. I'm pretty sure I have it on my hard drive. So I'll just. All right. 
So his daughter is in her fucking room, okay? And some books keep flying off the shelf of her little bookshelf. Okay. And she's like, oh, dad, there's a ghost in my room. And he's is like, it- oh, there's no ghost in your all room. Right, all right, all right, all right. That's just somebody who wants a party. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so he's like, no, dad, it's a ghost. And it's just sending out uh messages morse code and shit like that he's like you're fucking stupid that's not true you know (laughs) (laughs) such a nice dad so they keep having these like sandstorms that go through it because the earth is basically razzed and there's like occasional dust storms that will just consume everything and there's no crops because nothing can grow so it just exactly okay i have to edit out the sniffles um you never edited out my sniffs when I was on that episode. <laughs> no, you kind of sound like you were just <laughs> wanted to get the ventilator for it. <laughs> right. I'm on Flonase now. <laughs> so there's this dust storm, and they all have to run back into the house and everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, did you close your window? <laughs> <laughs> and the dust goes through. And, the, and she's like, no, Dad, I didn't close the window. And they both run upstairs, and there's these fucking lines that form on the ground. And Matthew McConaughey's like, oh, that's not a ghost. It's a message. You know? Okay. Message from who? From a, from a ghost? Ooh, from, from a ghost. Uh, who, right. who directed this? I don't know. Is this, uh, I don't oh, know. Christopher Nolan. Batman, okay. Batman Dark Knight trilogy and shit like okay. that. So, I don't know if it was a Shyamalan, ding dong. It's a big budget movie. All right? And yeah. I still don't know whether I like it or not. And that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take up half talking about a movie you may not hated like. hated this movie. It's like three hours long. Uh-huh. Three and hours. It's like three hours. Yeah, you almost long. had me convinced to watch it. it it's, it's it's three hours long, three and hours. she sit in it, but it captivates your attention because you want to see what's going to happen mm-hmm. next. And she got to the end. She said, "Well, that's just fucking." So it's stupid. a letdown at the end. Too. I, I, no, I don't even know if it's a letdown. It's it's eye of the beholder, I guess. So Are there aliens? Message. All right. The message is coordinates. Okay. And it's like okay, we got to go here. Oh, so it's the, uh, what was that movie with um, Jamie Lee Curtis now? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Trading places. <laughs> No, she went out. Well, saw her titties. She got a message that taught her how, or showed her how to make a, um, a spaceship that would travel through time or whatever. Jamie Lee Curtis, wasn't she, isn't it her? I thought that was no. I'm getting my movies. Right. I'm thinking of Jodie Foster and maybe it was Jodie Foster. Yeah, it was Jodie Foster. Aren't they the same person? <laughs> uh, how do you hear that voice and not think of fucking Daisy Confused? You oh, can't, yeah, I I know, can't I take him seriously. How did I get the two of them? Or even the cokehead from. Uh, uh, the douche of Wall Street. I mean, all right, get laid, bitches. All right, you done clicking your phone? No, now I'm looking to see why how I got the two of them confused. They're like Jamie Lee Curtis and Jodie Foster. Yeah, like, one got raped on a pinball machine, and the other one has a penis. So that's the big difference between the two. Which one's which? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't ever want to see that raped on a pinball machine scene again. What movie was that? The Witness. No, that was the witness is the one with Harrison Ford. I'm just fucking, <laughs> getting I'm Harrison just Ford fucking all guys. I, I, I didn't do nothing. Who got raped on a pinball machine? Jodie Foster. Which one? In what movie? I don't know. She was like, you know, it was like this scene where all these guys like <laughs> take around with her. It's terrible. Oh, geez. It's terrible. It's like one of her big breakout. I mean, she was obviously around before that, but that was like her big controversial role. Like, you don't remember any of this? I, I feel this like, is why we're not an entertainment podcast. I feel like I've seen something with a pinball machine and grape, but it wasn't um, brave. No, it wasn't brave. <laughs> you said brave. What's wrong with you? Was, I'm looking. Uh, it was not the beautician and the beast. Beautician and the beast. It says right here, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Who dissolved quickly? <laughs> 
Nell? Was it Nell? Was that the one where she couldn't talk and she was raped on a pinball? Maverick? No, it's not Maverick. <laughs> I don't see anything in here that would... Panic Room? No. <laughs> <laughs> what if she had a pinball machine in there? It's an earlier... It's the 80s, I think, but not the same. The Accused? That's it. That That's it. it. The, accused. the Accused. I said The Witness, but... Pain, no. uh, pin- pinball. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, don't get a semi right in front of me. That's just gross. The table just you lifted a little. Pervert. All right. So, oh, there's dust in it. Everyone's message. assuming we're like just sitting around naked now doing this show. <laughs> we gotta go. Semis. Gotta go to the Earth coordinates. Go here. So, oh, the coordinates on Earth or in space? It's on Earth. All right. So he's just a message. He's got to show up at this spot. So he wants to figure out what it is, and he tells his daughter to stay home. But likely, you know, she pulls the fucking chim chim and sneaks in the in the trunk and the chim chim. <laughs> Spritel and Chim Chim. Nice. I didn't know you were under that blanket. And she's literally under a fucking blanket in the passenger side seat. <laughs> like he, didn't, next to him? he didn't realize you're a fucking NASA test pilot. But he felt like a Coke on the chair and he heard, <laughs> And he sees her. He's like, what? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, got you, Dad. And this he, hours he, later, too, after he drove it's across the country. It's gotta be like country. an hour because, like, why don't you just turn around after 10 minutes and be like, no, you're going home, you cunt. <laughs> They're still in the driveway. <laughs> I didn't see you there. Yes, you're coming with. All right, all right. Okay, so they get to the fucking NASA place. Oh, it's NASA. They get to NASA. Oh, NASA. It's so NASA. the coordinates were like a NASA It's, it's a place. NASA base. And he's like, I thought NASA was defunded. But NASA is secretly being funded. They're taking taxpayer money and funding NASA. Oh. And they, they see the head scientist, which is Michael Caine, Alfred, and he's like, Earth only has a few more days to live. It's fucked. You know, <laughs> that's my Michael Caine impersonation. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna try to do impersonations because yours are so good. I oh. couldn't even. So yeah, he's basically saying Earth's got a few more years. Oh it's, yeah, it's, you just said that. I thought. Yeah, it was... it's like about 50 more years, and then it's just basically screwed. So what are they were? They're both gonna be dead by then. But that's the plan. He's got two plans. He's like the head of NASA, and he's like, "Hey, listen, we came up with these two plans. One is Plan A. Figured out an evacuation plan." Not fuck I got, I got this place. big ass space station that we're all in. And like he's like, oh, we're in a space station, and it's in the fucking ground in the desert. Okay, okay. And he's like, we just got to figure out how to make gravity work and make it go through interstellar travel and all this other shit, and we can. So my plan is, we have this big spaceship that doesn't work. It doesn't work yet. All right, the spaceship <laughs> does not. They, they, can, they can. We got this big thing here. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So plan B. They have a house. That's what you're saying. Just a really big house. Underground. I, 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 well, I, I should have. Let me rewind a bit. So he's got this plan to get all the people off of Earth. So where are they going to put them? Because there's no fucking habitable planets around. And he goes, well, like 12 years ago, by Saturn, for some convenient plot device reason, a wormhole opens up next to Saturn. Oh. A stable wormhole. Did, did we do that? Or them do that? No, or was it just. Uh, they did that. They, who's they? they? Oh, this they is a question. They, okay. they don't know who they this is. This is a reveal. A reveal <laughs> the, says they, they did that. Nobody knows who they is. And they're like, aliens, man, it's cool. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so 12 years ago, they send all these astronauts, 12 different missions, uh, miss, uh, 12 missions. different miss, missions. Mission. I, I said it for you. Go missions. ahead. They sent all these astronauts, each of them separate. To go find another fucking planet okay. through this. And it, it, the wormhole takes you to a completely a different galaxy. Okay. So, like, they're so far away. Do they come back? That, that's the, the kick. The, there's only a one-way trip. But they have a beacon that says, if you found a planet, hit that beacon up, champ. 
we're gonna come get you. you okay, know? so radio signal can come out. Of uh, yes, it, apparently the the radio signal can, can go, go back ways. through the wormhole. So it's a one way trip, and they have to set up a base on all these planets. So they send a bunch of people to their death. <clears throat> that's that's what the thing. Like they're they're the greatest heroes, as they call. Them. So. So they get like three beacon signals back. So okay. three potential planets for fucking life. So uh, Michael Caine's like, you got to be our pilot. You have to go through and you have to figure out which planet this is. And we got this great team that's assembled kind of like, you know, the asteroid movie with Bruce Willis. That's what I was afraid we were getting. It. Is he going to like, it's, you know, it kind of drill into stuff? It's or? just a lot more serious and it doesn't have, you know, Liv Tyler in it. Liv Tyler is not in it, but we get Anne Hathaway instead. Okay. And her pixie cut. And all I can think of is, you know, Les Mis and, you know. She was bald in that one. Oh, for fucking sake. <laughs> so they go through this wormhole. You make me cry talking about Les Mis. All right. And her, his, his daughter's all pissed that he's leaving because basically. He's not coming back. Well, this is he's a one-way coming trip. back. He's planning on coming back. This one's going to be a return trip. Wait. Ooh. What the fuck is that? Con- We've been contacted. That was my phone. <laughs> if if you can pick it up, you know it's a message it's, from the future. Curtis. So yeah, it is from. No, it's just from my sister. <laughs> no, it's from my sister. Is it coordinates? Should uh, we get going? Yes, yes. Phone? It's coordinates to my other sister's house, where I have to be in like three hours. What are you doing today? We're doing a uh, makeup Mother's Day thingy because my mom was in Florida over Mother's Day. Oh, that's cool. But my mom might not be there because she's sick. So Don't may, show her this movie. Don't give her to her as a present. We may just be getting together with my siblings and eating food and drinking and playing with the kids. Word. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Okay, so. So they can come back. They, gotta, they, they basically planned all this fuel and all this other shit to come back to Earth. But Did they explain why his trip can come back, but the other trips can't come back? This is the, the last movie? trip, basically. This is the Earth's last hope. This is the one trip that they're gonna they gotta figure out which planet is the right planet, mm-hmm. send the signal back to let everybody on Earth know this is it. But even though the spaceship doesn't fucking work to get right. people so he, out. He, so he's not coming back. Michael Caine sending a signal back and they're following. Yeah, him. Michael Caine gave him assurance by the time they figure out which planet it is, he'll have figured out this master equation to get all these people off Earth and shit like that. Okay? Okay. So the ship that doesn't work sometime in the next say year. It's, well, it's, it's got to be at least so it's a two year trip to Saturn. All right. They put them in cryo sleep and all this other okay. shit. And they, they take that time to get to Saturn. Then they hit the wormhole up and they estimate that they'll be gone for at least like 20 years. OK. He's going to be gone for 20 years. Yes. So now, his daughter's like going to be almost like dead by the time he gets back. His daughter, no, I mean, who is gonna, like 10 when he like leaves, 30 something when he comes back, they do something called time dilation. Because they're next to a black hole. So this, this is when the science of the movie comes Where out. Where did the black hole come from now? Ha-ha. All right. <laughs> so they go through this fucking wormhole. This is wormhole. just a They pile. go through this what? wormhole. This, this movie's getting more fucked up by the second. Okay, they go through this wormhole. And on the other side, instead of a sun that these planets circle around, they're circle, circling around a black hole. Okay. All right. And it looks really cool. And they, they apparently, Christopher Nolan worked with all these scientists to try and make everything look like what it should look like. Where are they getting light and heat and stuff like that? Well, from the black hole planets? still acts like a star, and it's still warm enough to uh, so it lets off heat. let off heat and light. So, okay. Because light actually escapes the black hole. Nerdy shit. But <clears throat> it, it's, it's not light that's escaping the black hole. It's the radiation that comes off of it, which mm-hmm. is producing heat and light. 
Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So they get past this shit, all right? They go to the first planet, find the beacon and shit like that. Planet's like a water planet, and there's no possible way anybody could live there because there's no oxygen or anything like that. So why did they put a beacon off? So somebody put a beacon off in hopes that they would be rescued, basically. So Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey and all these motherfuckers land on this planet, and they're like, there's nothing here. It sucks. And it was George Bush with them? <laughs> That's my George Bush. I thought it still sounded like McConaughey to me. So Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey discuss that while they're on this planet for an hour, seven years go by on Earth. What? So they have to get on the planet, check it out, see if it's a good planet or not. Otherwise, you know, they lose a shit ton of time. Now, one person is waiting above the planet, but, but since the planet is so fucking close to the black hole, time is stretched out. So there's weird little convoluted plot. So they have to get off the planet as quickly as possible because every second is like just tons of time. So they're, they're slowed down. Exactly. So yeah, they stay the same is... age. Everyone else keeps aging back on Earth. What about the people? If they, did everybody land on the planet? At no, one no. Just, just the uh, two of them. Anne Hathaway, Matthew McConaughey, and one other fucking red so shirt, basically. Is everybody else that's on the spaceship, their time isn't slowed the down? The only person on the spaceship is one dude. Okay. All right? So time's normal for him? Time is normal for him. Okay. So they go down to the Have fucking you planet. people that there's spoilers in this? Or? I said that already. If they're fucking still listening to this show, I'm surprised, one. And two. <laughs> if anybody's still listening to this I point. just see motherfucker ahead in my red box. Cunt. All right. I'm going to say red box. <laughs> they were all gone. I was waiting till next weekend. All right. So they're on the fucking planet. They find the beacon, and there's a dead astronaut there. Like, oh, fuck. Okay, well. All right. Anne Hathaway is like, oh, I got to get her research. And they're like, no, get back on the plane. Come on. Get out of here. And a tidal wave, I shit you not. Question. A tidal wave comes. Question. All right. How long ago did this person get to that planet? It had to have been at least two to four years prior. Earth years. I think it's 12 years prior. 12 Earth figured, years yeah, prior. Yeah. So for that person's well, remember, time. Remember, time slows down. For that down. person's time, yeah. what was it, like an hour? Why they actually met, they mentioned that that person, they, they guessed that that person had just landed and, and they were killed. Died, bef- like they, they set off the, the beacon and then died immediately? Like? Uh, something like that. Okay. She was basically stating like, wow, and when you consider the time aspect of it, the person might have just landed there. Okay. It's really fucked up. I was curious so, if they if that was in there if that was just like they they know. made they made a brief little note to that but they don't go into it too much. So Anne Hathaway and her she's supposed to be a fucking brilliant scientist. Okay. That's what that's what I'm supposed. To, these are the smartest of the smart <laughs> acting. <laughs> she's like I got to get her research and McConaughey's already like no this planet fucking sucks let's go. And <laughs> you just said they were only there. They just landed and die. What's the research? They, they, they go to the. They they, they basically like, look and they can is... test the air and all that. Like nobody can live on this fucking shit rock. We gotta go. Yeah. What research does she need so bad? So I have no idea. So this is like basically the the, the MacGuffin. She's got to get this fucking stupid thing. And of course, she fucks her shit up and she gets her legs stuck. All yeah. right. Oh, oh. my so, foot stuck. As she gets her legs stuck, a goddamn tidal wave. And I mean a tidal wave. It's not some fucking 10-foot wave that's coming by. They have this little spacecraft and this tidal wave that's got to be 100 feet tall. Because mm-hmm. it's just water Which everywhere. nobody notices. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all of a sudden it was there. <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey's like, those aren't mountains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
and, 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 and I want to watch it. And again. I'm tr- I'm trying to I like I want to see it because of the sciency nerdy aspect of it, and I just keep putting my hand in my head. I'm like, these are supposed to be the most brilliant sons of bitches on the planet. Well, that's wonderful casting that you're trying to and, find the most brilliant people. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. They all get back in the ship, okay. except for one astronaut, the red shirt. The he, red does, shirt he doesn't fucking make it. Uh, Even though she's the, she's the, she's idiot. the one who's got her foot stuck, a robot. They have this really, I, I'll give them the, the, the way they, they have an android with them, but it's mm-hmm. not even a robot like a humanoid. It's a weird looking rectangle thing, and it's really cool. I don't know what they did. It's a cool CG effect. If for anything, uh-huh. totally worth seeing it for this, this robot that they have. <laughs> so. For a square saves, robot. Saves Anne Hathaway. <laughs> doesn't save the other dude. the other dude. <laughs> I've got the hot chick. <laughs> Goodbye. Gets her back in. They all close the doors and everything, but they still get hit by the fucking tidal wave. Okay. So their ship is full of water. Inside? Inside. So it clogs all their engines and shit like that. Not, not, not like inside the cabin or anything. But, okay. That's what you're saying. So they can't fly off the planet. So they're stuck there for like three hours. Oh, so the poor guy up top is like in his nineties. <laughs> no, the age is twenty three years because one hour is like seven years, and he, they get back off the planet finally, and the motherfuckers like all gray and shit. Like now that. he's a, now everybody back on Earth is aging too, right? Absolutely. So okay. he, this dude's twenty three years old. Everybody on Earth is twenty three year old. Matthew McConaughey and, and Anne Hathaway were literally gone for only three hours. Okay, and so it's really fucked up, and he's all old. Like I thought you weren't coming. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. It's twenty-three years alone in a small spaceship, and I don't know how he survived either. He said he went to that food. Yeah, he must have gone in that cryo freeze thing or whatever. But he's now an old black man. Was he a black man? Yes, he's a black man. Yes, but I'm just saying now he's an old black. Now he was a white guy before no. they went down there. Now he so looks like ago. Uncle Remus from Song of the South. Like, is it bitty doo dah? I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah, if man. If he went to the cryo, they would have. But he still ages when you're asleep, I guess. I don't know. So um, I he... guess that, that cryogenic is really real. So whatever movie. First planet's fucked. Second planet. They gotta go to two more planets. Gotta then. go to second planet. They get to the second planet. Are they all in the time loop thingy? No, no. So now, the, now they're on the, the same. Time. Now they're on the same time frame. I got. Well, yeah. I mean, like the other planets. Do they have the same? No, time they don't. Thingy? They're, they're far long. enough away from the black hole where they do not get time dilation. So it's it's okay for Why them. Why do to they land. even think to go to that damn planet? <laughs> this planet's gonna fuck all of us up, no matter what. No, I, I still believe there's some sort of time difference, but it's not nearly as extreme yeah. as that. So, okay, they get to the other planet, and there's a base there. And they're like, oh, shit, the astronauts was here, set up a fucking base. And, but they only had enough food for like two years or something like that. So they, they're pretty much assuming they're, they're dead. They're dead because they just spent 23 fucking years on exactly. the other planet. Exactly. So they go inside. Why would they, again, why would they go to that planet? The Earth only has 50 years. Let's go spend half of the fucking time. That That's what I'm saying. Like, now, what, now, like, what do they think? And they keep flashing movies. back to Earth. And now his daughter is older and she's working for NASA. <laughs> A brief intermission here. Intermission's on stage. Put your dollars <laughs> away. Put your dollars away. Oh, man. Wasn't that funny. This fucking rocket ship has more science than Interstellar as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Going to Galaxy of Hops. <laughs> 
drinking. What you're saying is that new Adam Sandler movies, that new Adam Sandler movie is going to be better science wise than Interstellar. The the science apparently, and I listened. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson and Star Talk and all that. Yeah. And and the science, there's. He said they did not Hollywoodize the movie too much. There's a lot of accuracies about the movie, including the time shit that they had. So, needless to say, they get to the second planet. Base set up. They're they're figuring this astronaut's going to be dead. That's there. Yeah. There's an astronaut in the cryosleep chamber, and they're like, okay, let's let him out. Let's, and there's, they do the reveal really slow, and they unzip, and you see a person's head. <coughs> they start coughing. The person's alive. How old was the person? It's Matt Damon, and he looks like Matt Damon. So, again, why isn't he fucking... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't look great. Why didn't he age? He didn't the... look too fucked up. Uh, but, you know, maybe it was just 12 years, and for him, I don't know, because of the distance from the black hole. Needless to say. First, when, when he got is, there, he was actually a baby, and he actually aged normally. This is. <laughs> let me get into the baby stuff. In a okay, this just gets more and more fucked up. All right. So I told you what Plan A was. The plan A was to find find uh, a planet, a way to get all the people off and the planet, and then repopulate the, the spaceship that doesn't work. Plan B, Michael Caine's Plan B, is like we have this package. Inside of your ship. Yeah, got a package. <laughs> nice. And the package contains like 5,000 embryos. Human embryos? Human embryos. What about the other animals on the Earth? I don't know. Do they not care about those? But they basically get into how they would take this package, deliver it, <laughs> and then All basically right. keep the human race going. Okay. Everyone is going to die on Earth. They so, can't get the people off the planet, so let's repopulate somewhere Earth else. Earth is done, but... Let's hopefully. But Matt Damon and has somebody a whole who's bunch even of like babies. who's going to take care of the babies when they got some robots. I imagine that will help out. Some box for, robots. Yeah. yeah, some box robots. <laughs> the rectangles. The rectangle box box. robot. Oh, how do they stand? It's amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> how do they? They can't roll. They can't. So they got the box robot. No, the babies. <laughs> it's the second plan, and it's revealed to us through messages that they get back and forth from home. Because remember, his daughter's now twenty-three years older. Working with NASA. Yeah. She's sending messages back and forth. Does he know that it's his daughter sending messages to him? No, no. They finally, after they get back on board, they have 23 years of messages that they got to go through. Oh. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's fucked up. So his daughter didn't uh, send him any messages. She's still mad that he left in the first fucking place. (laughs) And like, she gets like the one message is like, dead. Hi, it's me. (laughs) Oh, it's so beautiful. My daughter. She's all... (laughs) And she's like, hey, thanks for leaving, fuckhole. Um, <laughs> Earth is kind of fucked. And I remember the last thing you said to me before I left is, hey, maybe the next time I see each other, we'll be the same age. Well, you're not home, motherfucker, so peace out, bitch. And, and then she, like, hangs up. I'm like, that's... Really? Like, yeah. she's working for NASA and she's still treating him that way? <laughs> she's so fucking a bitch. Fuck science. <laughs> Fuck saving everybody. I'm mad at you. Yeah, she's concerned about saving everybody, but she just sends a shit fucking hate mail to dad <laughs> it's like getting a shitty text you ruined my life dad <laughs> a 23 year old text <laughs> you're an asshole send um so anyway it's revealed back on earth before michael kane michael kane's an older man now he's he's on his deathbed basically he's done 23 yeah. years did he figure out the spaceship there was no equation he couldn't figure it out he knew earth was doomed all along plan a was just a reconnaissance mission to find the right planet because he couldn't figure out how to get the people off the planet at all. So he had this whole subterfuge 
that he believed no one would go out wait, and wait, wait. look for another planet if they knew it was a one-way trip. The, he knows how to get a couple people over there. Yes. Why not make a whole fuckload of small spaceships? No funding. Remember, the Earth is Who all fucked up. Who could fund that huge spaceship that they're all living in? He was funding the entire time a project to find another planet and put the embryos there. That's what his, his big reveal is. There was no chance to get the people off the planet. That's basically what he's like. There's no equation. He'll do it. It's fucked. He sent 12, 13 spaceships. Yep. Yep. Put more than one person. They in look like spaceship. the size of like a Star Wars or a Star Trek shuttlecraft. You know that kind of size. They're not too big. Right, a little well, bit put four people: two guys and two girls, <laughs> or even better, three you guys girls. Need to beat a mommy and a daddy for three five hundred and one guy on each spaceship. Five thousand babies. <laughs> Get cracking. <laughs> we don't need embryos. We got we got you. I just try to think about that. Like that plan is so stupid. We got five thousand embryos and. Who's going to raise them? <laughs> Who's going to teach them about what, you know, where they came from? Anyway, I guess he was just hoping. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Three girls and one guy on each spaceship. Dice. Everyone fucking. <laughs> That's a big orgy as far as I'm concerned because you know you would have to eventually fuck the other crew members because you couldn't make enough babies. Otherwise, it'd be all retard babies. You know what I'm saying? Well, but you, you, if you have that many people, you have enough separation there. You now have 13 spaceships with three moms. But remember, they didn't know where to go, so they're still looking for the planet. So maybe make another 13 ships. <laughs> Keep <laughs> making ships. I wish I was on that ship. <laughs> I want to go on the fuck ship. <laughs> anyway, so they go to this planet, and this is where it really fucks up because they figure this out. This is where. This is where it's fucked up because this part doesn't make any sense. All right? And not that the rest of the fucking movie makes it's, any it's sense to go right now. Saying that. I mean, come on now. It doesn't make any sense. I can't believe we've been talking for Interstellar for so long. What time is it? Oh, my God. Are we going to do a whole recording just on this? <laughs> More than halfway into it here. Anyway, um, Matt Damon knew all along that it was a one-way trip. Uh, well, yeah, because he was one of the first yeah, yeah, 12 he, that knew he, they were one-way he, he trips. Knew, he knew all about the subterfuge that it was. Oh, he knew be. everything. Apparently, he knew everything, and it was about no. the survival of the human race. Who had the embryos? They have them on the ship, apparently. Which ship? Matthew McConaughey's ship? I think they're on the or ship. Or Damon's ship? I could be completely... No, it's on Matthew McConaughey's ship, but okay. I, I could be completely wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure they're on Matthew McConaughey's ship. Actually, so they told all the other they astronauts... They might be back on Earth and just waiting to go on another ship to bring the, them the up. The other astronauts that went over there on their one-way mission... Knew it was a one-way mission and that it was yeah, no they, hope for everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they informed all of the other ships that went there and the astronauts that went there except for... See, that's where I, I don't know. Because Matt, Matt Damon knows, but I didn't know if the other astronauts... They never really explain who fucking knows and who doesn't know what. All right? So Matt Damon apparently knows, and he's a dick about it. And he is trying to kill Matthew McConaughey. Why? That's what I can't figure out. He's trying to murder him, steal his ship, and get to the embryos to the other planet. And, and I okay, so the planet he's on is no good for you no. Know, you know, he tells he when he when everyone gets there, he tells, "Oh yeah, we could populate the Earth here," but it's it's a lie. I don't know why he lies about it. It it makes no sense. It, it he's he's all like espionage about it, mm -hmm. but he's a dude that's sitting out in the middle of the fucking world for 12 years. Just a dude sitting in the planet. Just a dude sitting on the planet. Some more dudes to come with some embryos. Hope somebody... Oh, fucking Anne Hathaway's here. <laughs> we don't need no embryos. Where's the pinball machine? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Anne Hathaway, pinball, and astronauts. Sing way, Miz. <laughs> but, I mean, it makes no sense, but... Uh, <laughs> 
he he's about to murder Matthew McConaughey, and he breaks okay. his communications up, and he fucks up his helmet. So Matthew McConaughey is sitting on this planet, like slowly dying because there's air leaking into the bad. Oh, because so they can't even breathe on this you planet. Can't, you can't even breathe. That on this, this guy planet. decided to so, set off his beacon on. And Matt Damon is doing his like victory speech in front of him too. Like he's an evil doer, oh, he, oh, okay. but he's like, "This is for the good of humanity." You don't understand what I'm trying to accomplish. These are really bad. These guys are really bad at their jobs because they keep setting off these beacons on planets that can't be habitat ha- habitable. He, I, th- I think he even gets into it. He he set off his beacon to get rescued. That wasn't his job. Wasn't to get rescued. Well, his he, job was to find a place he, for he, he everybody call, else. He calls him a coward at one point, like in, when they're going their little banter back and forth. Yeah. You're a coward because you know. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I would have been like Matt. Yeah, found it. <laughs> Come get me, motherfuckers, please. <laughs> I do not want to die here. So Matthew, <laughs> McCon- Matthew McConaughey somehow for the, saved for the good of humanity, he took the chance of killing all of humanity. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> He he steals their ship. Uh, Anne Hathaway saves Matthew McConaughey. It's a really convoluted rescue scene, but she gets him back on another ship. So they have two ships. They have two ships now? They have two ships. Where'd the other ship come from? Matt, Matt Damon's is one of them. I think. Okay, so now they have oh, Matt yeah, Damon's ship. So Matt Damon had to steal their ship even though he had a ship. Because Matt Damon's ship doesn't work... With, doesn't go both ways. Oh shit! I don't, now I'm now I'm fucking sideways on this. Like, how does the ship even? They have to get to this little docking mechanism so they can go fast travel. They, it's like a space shuttle. A space shuttle just can't fucking go to Mars. Mm-hmm. They have to dock with something else that actually has a propulsion. It's like unit. the it's like in Star Wars where they have the little yeah exactly lo, the, the, the exactly local ships they, that then dock with the uh, exactly yeah. So Matt uh, Matt Damon's trying to dock the ship, but the fucking uh, dock is all screwed up. The, the auto mechanism's not working. He, he malfunctioned the autopilot. This is like 50 years old now, so it doesn't work as well. <laughs> yeah, it might as well. <laughs> Shit. So he tries to dock the ship without the autopilot. Things do not go well for Matt Damon. Because he's not Matthew McConaughey. He's, <laughs> he's the not best Matthew. pilot ever. <laughs> well, there, here we go. <laughs> so there's this big space explosion. Fucks up the, the device, the, the one spaceship, in the first place that they're using to travel around, but apparently not enough where it can't be used. Okay. So Matthew McConaughey notices that it's falling into the planet's orbit. He's like, I can dock our ship. Okay. Like, really? Okay, now we're going complete action movie. You know, so mm-hmm. he autopilots the ship and they go in like exact synchronous rotation. He manages to fucking get the shit together mm-hmm. and fly away from the planet. Okay. About as believable as possible, right? Yeah. Is that the end? No. Oh, that's a really weird ending. It's kind of about to get anticlimactic. Even hey, we got away. More fuck. I up. hope so, because this is exciting, and I'm going to have to watch this movie as soon as I get home. <laughs> they fucking decide. All right. We have to slingshot around the black hole in order to get to this third planet. This is our last hope. Okay. All right. <clears throat> So there's oh, <laughs> the robots left. There's two robots left. Okay. Okay. How many robots? There, there, were, there was two. There was two all together. Oh, they, so there's, there's still no, two robots. There's still two robots. Two, only two left. The two, two big two. fucking rectangles walking around. Right. Anne Hathaway, Matthew McConaughey. And, and 500 embryos. And 500 embryos, apparently. So No, there can't be any more. They're on Matt Damon's ship now, right? Holy shit. I never thought of that. 
So the embryos are probably all blown up. So Anne Hathaway is just trying to get to the other planet to see if it's working. Her and Matthew McConaughey can make some inbred babies or some eventual. They decide they're going to throw one of the robots into the black hole. Poor guy. Because Who's going to raise the embryos? They're hoping that they can somehow get some communication information back to Earth. Again, sciencey shit. I'm not really sure what's going on. Okay? And it also has to do with the weight. <laughs> All right? The robot's like, fuck you, guys. <laughs> no, so, don't throw me. They fly against the black hole, which is a really cool scene. But basically... Matthew McConaughey goes to Anne Hathaway, go live your dreams. And <laughs> he goes in with the robot into the black hole, sending Anne Hathaway to the other planet. By herself. With By a herself with a robot. All right? Okay. So Matthew McConaughey gets sucked into a fucking black hole. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> so I don't know if you know about science. You get sucked into a black hole. Basically, you're ripped apart. Uh, you you go through a process called spaghettification, which stretches you out to the point where you're just particles. Okay, okay. yeah, that does not happen. <laughs> he survives. He survives. He gets through the black hole, and he ends up. Guess where, John? I want to see if you could figure out the fucking plot. Where does Matthew McConaughey end up? Earth. No. The third planet. No. Heaven. No. On the spaceship. No. Think of all the shit we just talked in the about. box. It's it's. It, where does he end up? In the like, water. Nope. <laughs> Fucking he nuts. ends up behind his daughter's bookcase. Oh, my God. <laughs> when she was a kid. All right, you understand what I'm saying? He's the ghost. He's the fucking He's the dude ghost. pushing up because he is now in the fourth and fifth dimensions. Yeah. He's seeing all points in time, and he's in basically a cube, a tesseract. Uh, so he sent himself to die or to... Go to this place to not do anything. Uh, what? So, all right. Are we back at the beginning? Of, did you have to watch the movie again? No, then? no, no, no. Listen, he's in this fucking library behind the bookshelf. Okay, he's all spacing out. The robot that he sent in. The one that went with him. The robot's fucking alive. He yeah. can't hear him, but he got radio communication with him. He's like, "Hey, I I know where we are, and this is like a." Is it a robot or the Matthew robot is he, talking. He, the robot's talking to Matthew McConaughey, and for some odd reason, the robot has enough information to give to Matthew McConaughey to figure out the equation for getting everybody off the planet, which he then delivers to his daughter in Morse code through a watch that he gave her early in the movie, which is, I guess, you know, plot device. And she writes it all down as an adult while he's still seeing her as a child and all this other shit. And she he gives her the information and the daughter figures out a way to fly everyone off the planet. So what happens to Matthew McConaughey? He's I'll answer that question. Still in the fourth and fifth dimension. The black hole shits him out in front of Saturn. Just floating around. <laughs> so he's back in our solar system. And it just so happens a fucking spaceship's cruising by and picks up Matthew McConaughey. Wow. What, how lucky. And he sees his daughter again, and it's, now she's like 90. Now she's 90? And he's the same age. Well, he must have aged a whole shitload when he was, or whatever time went by when he was in the actual black hole. Absolutely. Time flew by. So, that's Interstellar. How's she 90? I thought they only had 50 years left. They're, 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 they're traveling off the planet, so they have some 
you know, Earth's basically been fucking a band. Like, see you later, Earth. Fuck off. <laughs> Eat a dick, Earth. I'm just saying, if you have that much technology expertise, why wouldn't you just fucking use it on Earth? Yeah. It's like, hey, let's save the planet. Why not? Yeah. All right. So what do you think? Would you want to watch that movie? I don't think anybody's going to want to listen to this episode. Fuck that. You I don't give a shit. 45 minutes talking 45 about minutes. It. This episode is traveling through the fifth dimension right like now. I to apologize <laughs> to all of our listeners out there. What? Luke would have never talked about it. <laughs> You're right. Luke would have stopped this a long He's time. He's like, all right, ago. all right, all right. Oh, I thought you were done. <laughs> no, I'm a slow drinker. That's okay. I'm not. Um, I think I may still watch the movie just so I can, you know, maybe you could help me fucking clarify some of the stuff you said. I consider myself quite the geek. I follow science. I, uh, I love like reading about black holes and planets. In the end, you have to remember it is a movie, even though it might have some stuff that's closely related to science and it might be scientifically good at times. Yeah. The only thing still a movie. He he fell into a fucking black hole. All right, that one I can't look past as the glowing error. But how do you really know? <laughs> Any of this stuff about black holes and stuff, it's all just theory at the most part. I mean, there's, there's some scientific and some, and some math behind it that they, can, that they can prove, but for the most part, it's all just theorized. And Matthew McConaughey's big revelation about who put the wormhole there and everything. It was us. Just a future version of us. Which future version of you? And that's what somebody even said. Like, what are you talking about, dude? How? You're like, fucking high. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Have you seen my Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> I don't fly into space because it's cool. So that's the movie I saw. <laughs> that sounds... <laughs> you see, Jonah, I could fill an hour in space. Now, <laughs> no problem. You, you saw could... that here at home. You didn't go to the theaters for that. Right? No, I didn't. Oh, fuck no, yeah. no. I mean, I wanted to see it when it was in theaters, and it's a pretty looking movie. It's like really cool. But yeah. I mean, Allison the entire time is like, this is so much bullshit, which would have probably been Luke's reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Luke doesn't listen to these shows, so he'll never hear this. But um, yeah. this is completely unrelated, but sort of related. And have you listened to any of the shows on the network? On our network? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you listen to the Vag Dialogue stuff with Claire? I listened to... Sorry, Claire. I listened to her first episode. All right. Well, that's exactly the one I want to reference. That's all so far. I haven't gotten into... As as I just uh, pointed out, I'm a geek. I love comics and sci-fi movies and shit like that. And when I heard Claire's opening episode, I believe the first 10 minutes, her and Katie Kersey are talking about Harry Potter. Yeah. And I cringe. Because you don't like Harry Potter. And, I'm, and that's fine. And here's the thing. Like, as, you as, you as can as pick a, and choose what you, where you want to be a dork. That's okay. But that's the thing. How, how, dorks are fucking... It's almost like gangs. It's the Crips and the Bloods. And I, I've, I've always noticed this, that dorks are fucking judgmental as shit. And it's, it's so surprising to me that a thing like Harry Potter, which, when you think about it, all the shit that I do enjoy... Probably be right in my wheelhouse. You would think wizards I mean, and that's your choice not to like it. Whatever shit like that. Not cool and I dork. see it and I just cool. fucking throw it out the window. Like Doctor Who. I tried to like Doctor Who and it's just like ah, I can't I don't fucking know how I can talk do to it. You then it's it's a time travel show. Yeah, with fucking space and shit and Brits. And I watched and it and I'm just thinking like this Scotch. is shit. It's not shit. It's good. I, but I mean, I'm trying to figure out in my brain why I like certain things. I'll watch Star Wars all day, Star Trek all day. I'll watch the Marvel movies all day. But like DC, 
Arrow and The Flash? You know, I can't do it. I tried. I, I think The Flash is really, really good. That show, The Flash. I think it's really good. I enjoy it much more than Arrow. And I don't understand. Like, I like Arrow. I've watched every episode. But these guys, they talk about Arrow and the first season, how wonderful it was. And the first season was shit. I had to struggle through the first <laughs> season. And the only reason I kept watching it was because it was a comic book hero. It's the only reason I kept with it. And then it got better after that. Why are nerds judgmentalists? It's probably the the big thing. It goes way back to the old Star Trek versus Star Wars debate. You're both fucking geeks. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that judgmental geek because I or dark because I. But I judge the shit out of Harry Potter. Most I'm like, of that this shit, is I the lo- worst I mean, fucking series. I and somebody's Harry like, Potter, oh, read the books. I, like, fuck the books. If don't I don't read. like the movie, why would I want to read a book? No, you don't read. You don't know how to read. It's okay. <laughs> That's why you do podcasts, because they talk to you. I talk on your microphone. (laughs) I know how to drink beer. I like even, you know, I'll even go. Again, I'm sorry to uh, you're going to get not you're going to get a disease. Um, um, That just happened because I am going to end up seeing the Fantastic Four movie. You really going to go? Not in the theaters. Hell no. Okay. All right. That was my question. You're going to spend harder money to go see. I won't go see it in the theaters. The next movie I'm going to see in the theaters is um, Probably that pan movie because it's right by but my birthday, and then Star Trek. Going back Star to Wars. Fantastic Four, right? Luke, would, again, not in his wheelhouse. But if somebody said, Luke, "Hey, Luke," Luke also said no. he, he liked the Daredevil movie, didn't he say that? Was he one of the people that said no, that the Daredevil? Jared, Jared's, uh, Jared, and uh, Adam—they both liked the opening to that movie. Yeah, no, but Luke, and you I, were talking about Daredevil. He's like, "I know the story. I saw the movie." <laughs> that he did say. But uh, my point is, Luke is going into a movie like that with almost virgin eyes. Like it's to him, it's fine. Like, whatever. It's cool. And I would like to have that kind of mentality with certain things. Now, Luke has his own fucking biases. He won't watch certain things for some odd reason. Like, after Simpsons season 10, I can't do it. Yeah, he got, he's very against the rest of them because it just... Jump the shark is one of his favorite terms. <laughs> that phrase has jumped its fucking shark. Yes. Every show that there is, Luke says it's jump the shark. He's even said that shows have jumped the shark after one season. Well, I mean, I just... I'm trying to figure out how to like certain things. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. You know, I used how much to of Harry Potter did you give a chance before you were already making fun of it? I saw. I used to make fun of it before I saw it. All right, and I used to do my uh, <laughs> my Mrs. Doubtfire impersonation yeah. for basically every can. Hello, Harry. I know. You're I, a I remember. wizard. I remember very well. Hello. That's <laughs> the entire very, movie. Very protective of my 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 dorky. Forget a kiss. Fa- uh, stuff. <laughs> It bothered me every you time you made fun of it. And you were get pissed. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm like, why are you getting pissed about a British wizard? And I, I thought it wasn't about about it. the British wizards. It was you making fun of the... Because um, I call you a pussy or something that like that. I, something that I enjoyed that you didn't give a chance to. I would to. call you a pussy. No, that never bothered me. something that I thought was dorky. It wasn't think that about that. I'm going to go home and play were, Zelda now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you were making fun of something <laughs> dorky without giving it the chance that it deserved. Mm. How, much, how, many, you know, how many of the Harry Potter movies did you have you seen? I saw... Uh, there was one where he broke somebody out of prison, or somebody's in a prison. Prisoner of Azkaban. I saw the he didn't uh, break every him out of prison. I he... saw everyone up to that. I didn't see anything after that. Okay. And the only reason I saw them was because of my younger brothers, my brothers-in-law, Teddy and Zach. Mm-hmm. They loved those movies, and I happened to be over at the house. And there was um, like they watched part one one day, they watched part two another day, and then I think it was part three. I saw half of it there, and back when I had HBO, they were playing it. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see how the fucking movie ends. So it happened to be on, and I watched, so you watched the, end the of first it. three. Okay. So I watched the third one broken up. And I think it's very fair. If you see three feature length films on something, fine, yeah. and but, you're like, this does nothing for me, 
you know, maybe the Hermione chick will get hot eventually. And she did. (laughs) did. As we all know, she did very much so. I'm going to stick it in your Granger. No, I mean, (laughs) if it's not for you, it's not for you. I'm not the kind of guy that's really going to get upset at somebody for not liking it. But I guess my point is, but, then I turn around and I'll make fun of people that like Harry Potter. Like, but it's so good. fucking movie sucks. Forget it. Because you're, you're a bully. <laughs> and you're a bully. A and, bully. And nerds bully because they were bullied, so they, they bully the people that, you know, they can. I feel like comic other book guys sometimes like, worst episode ever. <laughs> Which is basically this one. I actually had fun talking about Interstellar. Don't talk bad about this episode. It's going to get 100 <laughs> listens. Well, apparently, because... <laughs> Apparently, anytime we drink together, oh, we got to click on that no matter what. Yep, got to yep. click on that. Has their names. That uh, last drunks episode, I'm still editing right now. Yeah, it's, it's, I can imagine. There's a lot of insanity in that. There's a lot of people just. Uh, line of the show, it still goes to your father in law. So, uh, <laughs> Rob, <laughs> God bless you, sir. His joke? Or what was this? Was something else? Well, don't, it's don't his joke. It. It's just the joke because, yeah, it's not up yet. So, this will probably be up before that. Yeah, it'll be well, a lot this is probably a lot easier to edit. Just giggity, giggity. Uh-huh. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. One thing I do want to say is that you guys got to just, with, when it comes to the stories of Jonah, make him a one and off, man. You guys have been talking about that same thing for th- way too long now. Actually, I'm finding it enjoyable because it's bled into all the other shows. Yeah, let them talk about it. Get to the next story. Get to the next story. I'm hearing about here. I'm sick of hearing the same thing over and over again. No, actually, I'm enjoying it because of all the different variations of your stories. One of the things about you is that. It's like a comic book that's told from different perspectives. <laughs> yeah. the, the, gold, the golden age and the bronze age it, of well, Jonah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like Somebody like, that has a Jonah story in their head. And I, I'm going to have to start uh, tapping other people because I, I was just listening to the old episode with Jeremy in it. He's like, oh, fucking Jonah stories? I got like five of those. And, <laughs> and I'm like, I wasn't there. I want to hear them. And then you'll hear somebody else's perspective, which totally changes the story. Like you sleeping in a car, which you didn't do. Which, which I, I mean, my, my perspective of stories have to Do you time. get pissed at all? I mean, you got pissed at one time, but. Yeah. I, I, some, sometimes. The fact that this one keeps going. And the fact that Luke is so <laughs> insistent on not accepting that maybe he had some facts wrong. Because you and Luke are both storytellers. You love telling stories. That is true. I love and telling stories. And sometimes when you're a storyteller, you add things to a story and you convince yourself that it's true. I think because over it time, makes the, story the embellishment better. almost makes the story it better. It makes the story better in your head, so that's when you tell the story, you forget the truth story, and you make your own little version of it. I seriously try not to embellish the story. No, I know. Yeah. And, but the fact is that Luke was told that he was wrong, and he denied it. And then he even went on the air and said that, I didn't say this. I went back and listened to the episode, and he did say it. You know what? He said we were at breakfast. You've just contributed to your own. I know, and I hate that. that I'm doing this. <laughs> but I did. I went back and listened, and he said on the last show... I didn't say we were at breakfast. I said it was after breakfast and we were outside. I listened to the show and he said, we were at breakfast and Jonah was already drunk. <laughs> That's what he said. And then he denied it. Like You're, re- you're, on, you're, you're being recorded, Luke. He's not going to listen to this, so I don't even know what the point uh, of me saying anything is. I think is. Aaron has pointed out. He might listen to this one because it's going to be under our monitor. He fast forwards. He's, he's going to hear that interstellar shit and fast forward <laughs> one minute left. Are you kidding me? I liked our interstellar conversation. Fuck you. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I enjoyed having that conversation and learning about that movie. But you know Luke. Luke will not listen to that. Like, Jesus Christ. Your Matthew McConaughey impersonation is off kilter. 
Should have tried harder. <laughs> Speaking of which, remember. Uh, stuff that we have to do. Um, I am up now for my interview, so I don't know who's going to do it. Steve already volunteered to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. We haven't done that. Like, I forgot about that. Yeah. We have to record 20 questions of myself. And go. We have to ask you questions. Yes, that's it. And then somebody has to guess your answers. Yes, what I would have said. Yes. So Luke was, or excuse me, Steve was going to write the answers about what I would say, the other two, you know, the bullshit answers. Mm -hmm. And we would put you and Luke against each other to see who would get more right. Okay. Does that sound good? So Steve's going to try to write what you would say and trick. I think so, yeah. He he, he volunteered to do it. Whatever. (laughs) I'm up for anything. You know that. You look almost disgruntled. Like, why wasn't I picked? No, 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 no. I, I, my, my, Which you I probably, would say stupid stuff. You would, yeah, you would probably get my voice, but you would be so outlandish that it'd be like, no, that's yeah, not me. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. I know. Luke would probably get my voice too, but it would be so plain vanilla. It wouldn't be funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know Luke's not a writer, so um, no, he's not funny either. So I, I, I'll put the test to Steve and see if he can okay. find my voice. We can do that. I can do that, yeah. <laughs> the Honey Boo Fuck Show. <laughs> so this year is my fourth anniversary. That's incredible, dude. It's pretty fun. Congratulations. It's pretty cool. We're going to do some fun stuff, I think. Aaron's got Aaron's to work late that day, and it's my last day of school. But, you know, the last couple of years, we've bought stuff for each other for anniversaries. First year was paper, so I got her. Uh, you follow that chronologic We do right now. Thing, like paper, what is yeah. it, wood? First year was paper. She, got, she made a, a personal calendar for Anal me. Beads. And I got her a book that her, her father had gotten her mother years before. Okay. You know, something sweet Take like my that. dirty joke and make some sentimental moment. And damn it. Um, second <laughs> made year was, me feel bad. Second year was cotton, <laughs> and I got her. I was going to make her a quilt, but I never had a chance to. So I got her like a blanket for picnic blanket, and she got me a Blackhawks jersey. Last year was leather. <laughs> nice. But I got her a bear's purse, and she got me a leather bracelet. This year is fruit and flowers. Well, that's easy. Get her fruit basket and flowers. <laughs> it's like memorable. Are it's you trying? Does she listen to the show frequently enough no, where she, she would hear this? All no. right. Neither does the wife, which is great. So I can say anything and it will never try. I think it bothers her enough that I do these shows that she doesn't want to listen to them too. That sounds familiar. <laughs> no, no, was, it was great. No, Jonah, I don't want to hear the uh, stories about you from when you were younger. Uh, a little shout to Rodney. I, I, it was great because Rodney came to your house when we recorded Dosh Drunks and I got yep. to meet his wife outside. And I was like, hey, I heard the episode you were on. He goes, yeah, I was really pregnant confused because I would have never been on the air otherwise. <laughs> he sabotaged me. <laughs> nice. And I was like, good job, Rodney. Way to get on the air. So I have to basically knock Allison up. <laughs> get her all fucking loopy to be on the show. Aaron gets on the show only to make like little one-liner quips in the background. She's every once really in a while. good at that, too. She just waits for the perfect moment and drops something. She's a stab. I so- had completely forgotten about her comment on the Avengers one. About Molnir and, uh, you know, well, and, you and my dick. Meow Meow, which, yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I feel about his penis. <laughs> That's good. You have that on audio for the rest of yeah. the which I only great. called it Meow Meow once because they kept calling it Meow Meow. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? I'll just say it too then. I'll join in. Fruit and flowers. Let's see. Yeah. You have to get her. Something special. I said, I'm just going to have a gay guy deliver her flowers at work. Damn, I was going to go the gay guy route, and you beat me to the punch. Well, I used a joke yesterday, so... I mean, ah, shit. All right. Well, no, this we... is so, like, we're, like, actually talking to each other about it, like, um, the hell are we going to get each other? It's fruit and flowers is stupid. But the modern one is appliances, so... Okay, I got an idea. Maybe I'll get her a vacuum. I got an Women idea. Women love vacuums. All right. Get her a Playgirl magazine. 
a bunch of guys in it because we all know it's for gay dudes. I'm sorry. It's not for it's not for women. Well, right? women like dick too, dude. <laughs> and just cover it in baking flour. <laughs> yep, yeah, and just wrap it up, and then she, you know, all the granules will go all over, and she'll be like, "What the fuck, dude?" Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna she, surprise. We're, we're gonna go get pedicures. All right, that's not the most masculine thing <laughs> I've heard you say. Pedicures, a uh, mani pedi? No mani. Have you ever had that done no, before? Never. Well, you know, we went when um when we had the baby, her cousins got us uh, massages. And they expired today, and we used them yesterday. Okay, we had them for a little over. Was a it year. a couple's massage? Did no, it was it was just at a at a place that it's mostly a chiropractor, but they also do relaxing massages. And her cousin goes there every week just to get her back worked on and everything. So she just got us for for us as well. So I, I went at ten o'clock. Aaron went at eleven o'clock. Um, and the woman spent almost half of the time, maybe a third to half the time, on my feet. And it was fan fucking plastic. Like, <laughs> if I get a massage, I love getting everything else rubbed, but my feet especially. Like, that's where I hold all of my stress. Everything gets pushed down to my feet, <clears throat> so it's great. And then you know, so we were just joking about it, and Aaron said, "Well, because we, we're actually we're gonna end up going to Oakbrook and just walk around and shop and get some dinner and stuff in Oakbrook for our anniversary. That's what we're gonna do." That's nice. And she's like, "Well, we're doing that. Can we get manic or pedicures?" And I was like, "Whatever. I'm, that's fine. Cool." I've always heard these horror stories about people fucking up your pedicure, and then like uh, you get. Some sort of like disease and whatnot, huh. hence the name of the show. But no, seriously, <laughs> like um, because they use a, a a file or something that's got some schmutz on it, and then they're doing well, your why feet. Are you trying to fucking freak me out now. Well, dude. it freaked me out. That's why I never got one. <laughs> and like people's fucking toes get all chaotic and shit like yeah. that, and their foot gets like all fungusy. I and hope not. I'm just getting over a foot fungus. <laughs> I don't know if anybody can hear this chair scooching away. You, <laughs> fucking gross. I'm just hoping it's gone by next week so I can get the, the pedicure. You know, we did a couple's massage in uh, Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, and he means Nick and I had a couple's massage <laughs> in Cabo. Just so the listeners understand, me and the uh, wife. Um, it wasn't that it wasn't good. It just I would have much rather just rubbed her myself and you know you know what i'm saying well see the problem with just giving your wife a massage is you never finish the massage oh i finish <laughs> yeah you finish <laughs> but not the massage actually i'm quite the good massage giver and i just i i think i'm yeah. quite a good massage giver too but i know i never finish everything because i finish something else and it's like all right a little, little known luke fact all right I like always saying that, little known. Is, is that what we call his penis? A little, yeah, known, a little Luke known Luke fact. fact. Here, I'm going to bring up Luke real quick. So, the Luke story of the week. Okay. <laughs> so, we all had a mutual friend, Steve Posgay. We used to have, actually have Aww. parties in his apartment way back when. Steve is this was... the story about when Luke gave uh, Steve a, a massage? Steve a massage? <laughs> is this the story? Luke gave Steve a massage? <laughs> he didn't give Steve a massage. Oh, here's, here's, here's the funny Oh, you weren't there for that story. Okay. Was... I'll tell you later. <laughs> It's this story made up. It was awkward. I, I left in the middle of it because it, it didn't look like he was going to finish the massage that time either. Is this story? <laughs> is this story embellished? Um, Steve, you have my breasts on the back, <laughs> on your back. So we're having a big party, and this is was I this at Pose Guys? The year two thousand. Yeah, at in Pose the Gaze. year two thousand. Yeah, it was two thousand. Um, a young Allison Oprah Zedek and myself uh, were friends, but 
not yet crossed the threshold of ever kissing or dating or anything like that. Is that true? You just had to admit Absolutely it true. Absolutely okay. true. I don't know if it was before. No, we were, didn't start. Before you were outed. No, April and Before you were MySpace official. April and MySpace. Oh, God. I don't think I was on MySpace at that. Did that even exist? <laughs> yeah, in 2000. Like, 2000, really? Yeah, I think so. There's no MySpace in 2000. It was like 2000. keep talking. I'll look it up. To 2006. So, MySpace didn't come in until after I was out of college. And I, I say 2006 because that's when everyone jumps ship and they're like, fuck <laughs> this. It's still around. I check mine like once every year. So I'm having a party and Sarah Swickla, who I'll name drop real quick. Uh, is she okay with that? Did you ask her first? No, I did not. I did not. But this is a harmless story against her. Against <laughs> unlike, her. Unlike, unlike other names I say where in it looks like, just wondering. say, just Sarah, say the Sarah name. Sarah Swickla is pure evil in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> We'll have to forward this episode to her. She'd be like, oh, I can't believe they're talking about Interstellar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I start, I start giving Sarah Swickle a massage Ooh. because she was asking for a massage. And I believe my skill is fucking superior to every person. You and me have fought for massage superiority with one yes. Mara Mishler, who we've name dropped in the show a few times. And Mara was being the punk. The she going answer? back to you, oh, yeah, because after it was over, she goes, "You know, you're so much better than Jonah." And then she did the like, same fucking thing to you, like, "Hey, you know, you're so much better than." And and as far as she was concerned, as long as I keep getting massages, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> She's going to tell tell both of us that we're great, so that we can get her more. Of more course. Massages. So anyway, I still win. Sarah was rubbing her shoulder, and she's like, "Oh, I need a massage." So I start rubbing Sarah's back, and then this turned into some sort of train where people were lined up to get massages. All the girls, which was awesome. Because, oh, they were all waiting for you one Yes, at a time? yes. And it was really cool because I got to touch females. And, you know, back then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, good at, I'm not good at back massages. I'm only good at front massages. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a dry spell for a good old Nick back then. <laughs> like, oh, I get to touch his yeah, shoulder. It was a dry spell from 97 to 2002 <laughs> for you. Beside the point. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it wasn't that long. <laughs> There was a dry spell, that's for fucking sure. You didn't argue with the beginning date. (laughs) Yeah, I got to really think about that. I'm going to think about that. I'll I'll correct myself in a future episode. Um, (laughs) No, this isn't um that just happened. There's no correction. Yeah, there's no correction department. David Murphy. Only Luke defending himself. Fuck that. Fuck that. (laughs) That was the best fucking line in the Avengers episode, which nobody catches. Is Jonah does an impersonation of David Merkel. Just a really quick one. Yeah, just a I've very, very that, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't, don't hate me. <laughs> you might know he's listening. If he's ever listening to this, he'd be like, "Dude, fuck!" <laughs> Sons of bitches, leave me alone. So, give me Sarah a massage, and I can't remember. There was like two other people that got massages. Sure enough, Allison is sitting there. And she's like, "Ooh, I want a massage." And, and you're probably, like, "I can't touch you, you're Brendan's sister." Well, yeah, it was kind of like one of those weird, awkward moments. Like, "Ooh, do I give this girl a massage?" I already have a semi. Like... If she gets there, I might poke all the way in. And I do recall Luke being at the party mm-hmm. and watching me do massages. And I'm sure Luke will have his own variation of the of story. Course, but yeah, this yeah. is what I remember: uh, Luke was watching me massage girls, and he makes us. Comment on the side so he's like, I'm a much better fucking massager than you. Probably in the, in the line of throwing the bait out yeah. to give a massage yeah. to some I'll chick. I'll give you a massage, too. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you a massage, too. Which most girls will. Well, know. fuck. Yeah. You Bunch guys, of friends hanging out. If, if, I'll let you know who's better. <laughs> fuck, you guys can both give me a massage. I'll let you know who's better. How about it? <laughs> me and Luke. Challenge! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Ready? Lean. Rub <laughs> me. It's got to sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so Allison's up, and I start massaging her back. And then Luke comes over. He's like, no, 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 no. You're doing that all wrong. You just you come to me when you want a real massage, Allison. And that's what he says, and he walks away. So, she, wow, dude, he was totally trying to cock block you from your future wife. I think a little wife. there was a little bit of cock block to my future wife. Future wife cock block. Doucherie <laughs> from Luke, cock blocking you straight up. Right anyway, there. this is well before me and Allison ever fooled around or anything like that. And she's like, wow, that was really nice. Thank you. And I'm like, hey, no problem. Anytime. <laughs> I felt really squeamish giving it to her because. Crazy. <laughs> 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 <Freezy. Freezy. laughs> but yeah, you feel kind of awkward doing something like that. So Luke has said to me, like right after that, he goes, I would have given him a much better massage. <laughs> and then years later, years later, after we had already been married and everything mm-hmm. like that, he brings this up. He, he'll probably say it to this day. You know, if I would have been the one massaging Allison, she'd be my wife. She'd right be married now. Him now. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it so often, like all I had to do was touch her. Wow. Just, I just want you to Obviously, know. he offered, and <laughs> she didn't take him up on the offer at the time. So, <laughs> hey man, it's that wrestling prowess. What are you gonna? I don't, do? I don't, did you even offer her a massage, or did she just like ask for one? She was in line. Yeah, so she, she asked for. Line. She asked yeah. you for a massage. He offered her one, and she turned him down. To be so. fair, I did that as often as possible because I'm sure yeah, I you really just... wanted to touch females. So. Yeah. that's our loop story of the week. <laughs> There'll probably be a rebooted version next week. <laughs> No, because no, he's not going to hear it. So, why is he going to have anything to argue about with this it? This episode is special. <laughs> well, anything special else, man? Nine. I don't know if I don't want to cut you off, but we've been recording for a little while and there's more beers to drink. So, well, shouldn't we just keep recording and drink beers? No, the wife's going to be home soon for Make church. this sound like a real drunks episode. And she'd be like, oh, fuck, they're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Beep. Anything else, brother? No, I, like I said, I had the thing, but when I, I updated my phone, it. Deleted my uh, my tabs on my Google. Well, so. we'll do we'll do uh, little Das Drunks intermissions. It's so fucking hard to record that show. Yeah, I know. It is nearly impossible. Like the stars have to align. I was thinking maybe we get away with Father's Day. Let's we'll check it out. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we're just looking at once a month, and now it's going to be easier for me coming up because I could do it any day of the week now. I know you can't, but yeah, right. Well, because you know. the whole point of the show is usually to get tanked as we're recording yeah and it's so hard to get three guys with children yeah i know together and, and the, tell and, the wives and permission for all three of the guys to and do it, it. To, to go over something that was happening uh the, the latest episode that claire just posted they were talking about how they don't give their spouse permission to do anything they're their own person they can mm-hmm. do what they want and i grant that you don't give permission to your spouse yeah. to do anything. However, <laughs> you, you ask your spouse for permission. It, it is it is a very good thing to run shit by yeah. your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Aaron doesn't give me permission. She a lot. But, I mean, I ask her before I do anything. Yeah, because, or like, you, you know, like change my ticket times for flying home from Vegas. <laughs> I asked her before I changed them. And Jonah brings up old shit. And she was again. very uh, not 100 percent into it. But I asked her. I always ask before I do stupid things. Like Even if she butt. says no, I still do <laughs> I them. But... It's like stick it in the butt. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Honey? I always ask before <laughs> doing that. Well, I mean, they do say it's better to uh, ask for forgiveness than permission. So, Hell, on that note. 
Thank you, Jonah, for showing up uh, last second. Luke's at the Cubs game. That's why we're not recording. So That's fine, man. You know, I'll record anytime. Uh, for Jonah, this is Nick. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Interstellar. <laughs> Go get a disease, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>